Happy Tuesday, everyone. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and I am excited today to have a very special guest in the studio, Dan Chesnicka. Oh, he- shucks. <laughs> Dan is the producing director of Theater Winter Haven. So we're going to be talking all things Theater Winter Haven today with Dan. He's got so much to tell us. We're going to be bursting at the seams with information, right? I hope so. I'll talk fast. Okay. Well, but before we get to uh, Dan, I always want to plug the fun things that are going to be happening in downtown Lakeland in the coming week and or a couple of weeks. Um, One fun thing that we've done is an end of summer scavenger hunt. Uh, It started on August 25th, and it ends on September 23rd. And if you go to our website, downtownlkld.com, you'll see the link for uh, the information about the scavenger hunt, how you start, and the prizes that you can win, and um, just the kind of the rules and how it works. So that's been a lot of fun. It gets people in and out of some of the downtown businesses and, you know, stretches your brain a little bit, makes you have to think. Um, We also, of course, have Tasty Tuesday coming up on September 19th uh, with Tunes in the Park, so don't miss that. You can get great uh, sample, hearty sample sizes from our downtown restaurants, bars, and sweet shops. Uh, Again, link on the website on how to to purchase tickets. Uh, Our October 6th, first Friday, is always very, very popular and well-attended. It's Cookie Carnival on October 6th, so our first Friday in October is our Cookie Carnival. You can purchase uh, lots of different types of cookies. And if you are lucky enough to be one of our uh, cookie judges, you can text FF cookie to our text uh, phone number, which I'll just not say because you're not going to write it down while you're driving. So uh, you can find it on the website. But if you want to be a cookie judge, you have to be uh, one of the text winners. So you have to text us and you get delicious samples. You get to wear a badge and look all official and walk around with, you know, um, no, no crowns this year. So no crowns. But you do get a badge. And it's lots of fun. And then finally, on October 14th, we have our plant pop-up in Munn Park. So the Garden Club uh, of Lakeland has discontinued the fall extravaganza event. But this is sort of a replacement to that. We'll have about 20 Park, uh, I'm sorry, plant vendors in Munn Park, uh, so you can buy all of your fall supplies uh, for your gardens. All right, so that is my portion of plugging all things downtown Lakeland, Dan. But yeah, now, time to go home. It's nice all <laughs> it's all about you and downtown Winter Haven and theater Winter Haven. So thanks for coming and sharing. You guys are doing great things over there. Oh, so kind of you saying. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. So you are the producing director. What does that mean? Um, That means, I guess, that I am the tip of the spear for (laughs) um, all the remarkably talented people who put all these shows and activities and community service events together at Theater Winter Haven. Um, You know, we are primarily a volunteer-driven organization. Each year we log in over 30,000 volunteer hours. Wow. So that's really where uh, our bread is buttered. Mm -hmm. We do have a small staff of remarkable artists and technicians who – kind of guide those efforts to do all of the things we do. And in total, we do more events than there are days in the year because we double (laughs) up in a bunch of different locations. So there's always something going on at Theater Winter Haven. And uh, we're so proud to be a central part of our our community. We just love it up there. 
So uh, the, the theater started or was established in 1970, right? Yeah, founded by Mr. Norman Small, mm-hmm. um, my personal hero. <laughs> and yeah, he started in 1970, and um, the first couple of years were in random locations. Mm-hmm. You know, some were bordered by a shuffleboard court that were. <laughs> The, you could hear them calling out the scores while they were first doing their plays, a <laughs> right. little bit in the Women's Center. But then when the um, Chain of Lakes Complex was built out there at Theater Winter Haven, a theater was built to house that. And that is where we currently are. However, um, our footprint expanded dramatically a couple of years back mm-hmm. when the Advent Field House was built. Um, the city who is equally invested in all types of activities for our community members, wanted to make sure that while they were adding that huge footprint that could facilitate athletics and other events mm-hmm. over there in that field house, that they put an equal effort into what would happen in the arts. So they turned over the other half of the building, the old half that was built in 1975, to Theater Winter Haven to to evolve from just a single space theater to really a performing arts center. Right. And we've spent the better part of the past three and four years building that out mm-hmm. and making that so it's a exciting place that now houses two theaters, a cabaret lounge, mm. and a number of performance spaces, including dance spaces, and we have strings, and we have orchestras and big bands. We have a whole group of things that probably people know nothing about. Right. That's pretty exciting. So... Um, we were busy during the pandemic with hammers, nails, and <laughs> screw guns, right. turning what was a huge basketball court into a second stage Wow! Um, and refurbishing all of our areas. In fact, we are just finishing now a complete refurbishment of the main stage area, that same area that people have known for the past 50 years. Um, we took out all the seats and threw them in the dumpster. Mm. They owed us nothing. Those seats... Um, those seats worked hard over those past fifty well, years. Well, you know, I was sitting in those seats last last week or last uh-huh. month when we were we were there, and you had announced that this was the last time anyone oh, right. would be sitting in those seats right. when I was I was there for um, inside Polk County uh, Public Schools, and they were pretty darn comfortable. So I was well, like, huh. I, I think wonder what's many, coming. <laughs> many would many would disagree with really? you. Really? Well, I, <laughs> I was sitting there for like two hours, and I, they were pretty good. So maybe okay. I just had a particularly good one. Well, these will be better. Okay. <laughs> um, I hope because I spent a lot of money on them, and I need to thank the uh, Polk County um, Department of Cultural Affairs and Travel and Tourism, who we want to grant. From oh, them yeah. to help pay a little bit, a portion of yeah. the seats there in the city of Winterhaven chipped in a little bit. And then our subscribers made up the other 50%. Mm-hmm. And um, thankfully, we have a whole new look there. We have brand new carpet, new handrails, new soft goods on everything. We have a LED wall now, mm. which is 16 by 9 feet. So um, we have the ability to do things that very few community theaters across the nation are able to do. And it's a brand new look. I encourage everybody to come out. It's uh, the same four walls, but short of that, <laughs> a lot new everything, is happening. We even, new. we even took, we spent $30,000 to improve our sound system in there too. Yeah. Between last year and this year. So um, I think we're going to be able to deliver some really amazing experiences in that space. I'm excited about it. Well, we're going to be learning all about those amazing experiences that you're going to be providing in that space over the course of the show. But um, so we talked about facilities and you talked about the um, sort of the history of it. Um, 
Can you give us, without going into a lot of detail, since we have to break in just a minute, what are kind of the the, the sections, the the types of um, sure productions that you offer? Um, as I say, we have more productions happening than we have days in the year because we have so many performance spaces now, and so we we break our seasons up into a series of. Um, uh, we have our our main stage season, mm-hmm. which is all happening on that big stage. We have our Norman and Linda Small second stage season, which happens on the newer theater that we just built right. over the pandemic. We have a professional series, which is we bring in three acts from uh, that are traveling the country, mm-hmm. much like happens at the RP Funding Center right. or at the Stras, things like that, that we drop in there. We have our Academy series, which is a series of two shows that are by kids Four kids. Mm -hmm. And then um, we have our Penguin Project. Our Penguin Project is a theater program specifically designed for kids with developmental and or physical disabilities. And then we round that all off with a series of Tribute Tuesday acts where on Tuesdays, the third Tuesday usually of each month, we bring in a band and we have a concert and there it's always a tribute it's a tribute to jimmy mm-hmm. buffett is our of very course. first one. Oh, nice and then, yeah. yeah coincidentally yes and then you know a series of 11 other every month. tribute tuesdays that we have going out throughout the year excellent all right well we've got to take a quick break but we'll be back with dan chesnica producing director of theater winter haven so stick with us We're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And with me today is Dan Chesnica, producing director of Theater Winterhaven. So we're talking about a different downtown, if you will, today on Downtown Dish. But that's okay because we love Winterhaven. We're all the same thing. <laughs> what it, it all makes us stronger, right? It does. It does. Rising ties uh, raises all boats. So, all right. So we were talking about... Uh, just how it all got started and how you've expanded the facilities, which is amazing. And I know that a lot of people don't know that because um, it's it happened over just the last couple of years. And, and of course, we had COVID yeah. and all of that, which interrupted everything. It's still not done. I mean, we're we're. Right. I had a paintbrush in my hand this morning. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you changed your shirt. <laughs> okay. So uh, we we're gonna you're gonna share with us kind of what's coming up on your main stage. Right now, when you think of the main stage, what you think about is like a Broadway spectacular. Mm-hmm. So we think of our main stage as kind of like Broadway, and our Norman and Linda Small second stage is kind of like off Broadway. Mm-hmm. So that kind of uh, puts you in the right mindset, but we have some great ones coming this year. And the thing that I want to point out about the main stage shows is that at Theater Winter Haven, like everything we do, we want to make sure that 100% of our community have us access to the arts. We have made the commitment that no member of our community will ever be excluded from the arts because they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So our entire season of these five Broadway-style shows is only $108 for all of them oh, wow. combined. So that's less than 50% of what it would take for one Broadway exactly. show. Exactly. So the goal is to get as many folks in there as we possibly can. And each year we welcome just shy of 40,000 people to these main stage shows. Wow. So, so how many seats uh, are in your main stage? There's 334 seats in okay. our main stage show. Every seat's a great seat. Yeah. Um, if you haven't been to Theater Winter Haven, um, the odd. Rather than the stage being elevated, the audience is elevated. Mm-hmm. So you're looking down at the 
you're looking down at the yes, performers. Uh-huh. So every single seat is great. You never have to worry about someone's tall in front of you. Right. You, know, you have the right angle to see everything that happens down there. Um, we're really, really blessed in what we have at mm-hmm. that stage. So this year on the main stage, we're doing five great ones, starting with Matilda the musical. Mm-hmm. Um, I know many people know this uh, doll story. It um, It's about a girl with telekinetic powers who kind of – uh, runs a little rebellion at her at her boarding school, <laughs> and uh, it's great fun. There's a bunch of kids in it. Poor Heather, our costumer, is making is in the process now of having to make 50, 50 custom school outfits <laughs> for these kids. That's and that's funny. another thing I want everybody to know. You know, everything that you'll see in the stage at Theater Winter Haven or any of our community theaters right. around here. Is all scratch built. Yeah. You know, we build the sets ourselves. We build the costumes ourselves. Um, every single thing that we do is done in-house. There's no, you know, there's no Amazon.com for mm-hmm. theater theater productions. There are things right. that you have to actually do. So Matilda's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of magic happening in that show. A lot of scenery happening in that show. Just yesterday we were welding together uh a system because there's a scene where the kids are all on a swing set. Mm-hmm. So, um, and there's like a dance number involving the swing set. So the swing set has to come down magically from the sky. Right. And then the kids have to be able to jump on these swings <laughs> and be able to swing um, during this number and pretty um, aggressively swing because <laughs> of the way that the number's built. So we had to engineer that whole system oh, wow. up and it involved a lot of welding, a lot of bolting a lot of uh, a lot of ingenuity to get that done and there's also magic tricks in that one where um, magically words appear on chalkboards mm-hmm. and things like that so we're busy figuring out all these tricks which is great fun that's to so do. cool yeah and the show itself is great yeah. um, for those of you who haven't seen it or aren't familiar with it there's a version of it now on Netflix it just came out last year the musical version so oh, really? take a look at the movie and then come visit us to see the play yeah I promise you the play is better <laughs> although the movie's pretty great too Following that, we're doing a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. This is a an oldie but a goodie. Nathan <laughs> Lane on Broadway ah. for this one. But, um, you know, it's set in ancient Rome. It's kind of bawdy. It's a little bit naughty. Um, <laughs> there are some courtesans. There's uh, – think of it as a, a, a three-dimensional cartoon where um, – there's a laugh a minute and great song. Sondheim wrote the mm-hmm. score for this whole thing. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun and a laugh riot and um, everything you want out of musical theater. Then we're doing All Shook Up. All Shook Up, we're running for five weeks because this play is so popular. Already mm. we're sold out in some of the oh, wow. in some of the shows. That's and that, that runs in January, January to February 18th. And uh, we're running it five weeks. Um all Shook Up is a jukebox musical for Elvis, meaning it features all the songs from oh, uh, wow. from Elvis's Still popular catalog. after all these years. And the story is loosely based on Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. So <laughs> if you're erudite, come for the Shakespeare. Right. But if you love Elvis, come for that too. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fantastic barn burner. Um, people are going to love that one. And then we move into um, From the Movie. The Bodyguard, mm-hmm. the Whitney Houston, I Will Always Kevin Love Costner, You, Kevin yes. The difference uh, between the movie and the play is that the play has found a way to work in 
all of Whitney Houston's songs, all of her <laughs> most popular songs. So it's not just I Will Always Love You, but right. the whole I Want to Dance with Somebody, right. you know, all, the whole thing. So um, we have that going in the spring, March 14th to April 7th. And then we close out our season next summer with The Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. Also a period piece, an 80s period piece. Right. This is the Adam Sandler. Yes. This is the Adam Sandler movie. Love that movie. movie. <laughs> yep, set to stage. So if you love the Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movie, this is it on the stage. Um, and it, it, it's a great time. I'm you, so excited about do this. Do you sing the song, his his sad song that he wrote? Yeah, it's all that, in there. It's, it's the, all so in the, there. It's songs from the movie? <laughs> songs from the movie and, and songs the, from the 80s. Okay, so, and yeah. there's some original songs right, in there, of course. too. So um, it's everything you love about the movie, but then a little bit more. <laughs> so. I think we're going to have a great time on our main stage season. But we also now have our second stage season, so we're doubling up. Yeah. Um, We do have a Halloween uh, special engagement. This isn't necessarily part of the season, but it's called Wonderland Asylum. It's a... It's a spooky take on uh, Alice in Wonderland. Um, It's weird and fun, and that'll be happening on October 26th through the 29th. We're working on that now. And then we move into our small stage season. The entire season on the small stage is only $75. Oh, wow. And how um, many seats are in the small stage? 196 plus our wheelchair seating. So it comes up to 199. Um, The best Christmas pageant ever is the first show that we're doing there in December. This is the story of some ne'er-do-well kids who decide to join their church's uh, Christmas program, and these kids are nothing but trouble. But in the end, they show us the true meaning of Christmas, and that's fantastic. Oh, good. Then we move into the Great American Trailer Park Musical, set right here in Central Florida (laughs) at a trailer park called Armadillo Acres. This one, uh, don't bring your kids to this one. (laughs) This one is a little bit salty, um, but it features a stripper with a heart of gold. Um, The the crazy uh, residents of Armadillo Acres and uh, and the antics that they go in there. And then, as a contrast, we close out the season there with Disney's Descendants, the musical. There's a couple of movies about Disney's Descendants. It's about the children of the very famous Disney characters who are all thrown together in a boarding school and, you know, are the children of the – are the children of the villains villains? Are the children of the good kids all good? How do they all get along? So like Jafar? Yep. His child <laughs> exactly. is in this? Okay. Exactly. All right. Exactly. And the, the evil queen and Maleficent's child and oh. Cinderella's kids, all that kind of stuff. That's so. funny. It's fantastic. I think a lot of people know this property. There's uh, several movies based on it. It's very, very oh, popular. See, I don't, this is all new to me. So, yep, yep, yep. All my children are grown, so I don't watch this kind of stuff. So anymore. those <laughs> are the plays that you can see on our main stage and on the Norman and Small second stage. But we have a lot more things going on yeah. than just that. I know you do. And we have to take a quick break and we will come back and talk about all those other things that you have going on at Theater Witter Haven. So stick with us. Fantastic. 
Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and with me today is Dan Chesnica. He is producing director of Theater Winter Haven, and we are talking all things Theater Winter Haven today. Uh, we've talked about the main stage, uh, the second stage, and I know that you also have a professional series that's coming. So tell us about that. Yeah, we do. You know, on the main stage and the small stage, all of our performers, all of our technicians, they're all volunteers that right. we find from within the community. Wildly, wildly talented. And um, that's how we build our community. Mm-hmm. However, um, we also have a space to bring in professionals um, to be able to perform for our audiences, but also to show our volunteers kind of how that ecosystem Mm -hmm. runs. And so we do that in two ways. One is through our professional series, um, and the other is through our Tribute Tuesdays. One is based on theater, and the other is based on bands and such. So the professional series, we bring in three different groups every single year to kind of – to kind of surprise and delight our audiences. <laughs> These are the things that you would uh, have formerly found, like over at the RP Funding Center mm-hmm. or at the Stras Center mm-hmm. or, you know, wherever. They're traveling the whole country. Right. And we they make a stop here. The one that I think people love the most, and we're bringing back for a second time, is Menopause the Musical. I, you... I did see that at RP many, many years ago, and I never laughed so hard. Yeah, yeah. It is, uh, again, it's a little bit salty. It's a saucy. It it's a saucy show, but um, it is. It brings people from all over the country. And what amazed me last year when I brought it in was people were seeing it for the seventh, the eighth, yeah. the ninth, the eleventh. Yes. You know, they have a whole troop that follows them around. <laughs> right. And I don't know who the cast is going to be this time, but right. very often the cast members are people you would recognize. Um, when we brought it in. The last time one of the one of the performers was uh, one of the stars from A League of Their Own, the movie. Um, I can't remember the name of the character there, but kind of the shy one. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Oh, so she was uh, she was one of the four ladies in uh, in Menopause the Musical, and that show actually was started right here in Florida at mm. the Orlando Fringe Festival. Oh. So it went there, and then it. Blew up. It has a permanent home now in Vegas, and it travels all over the country. So um, we're lucky enough to be able to get them Mm -hmm. back, which is fantastic. Our second show, that's going to happen in February. Our second show is uh, From Broadway to Obscurity featuring Eric Gutman. Eric was one of the performers in Jersey Boys on Broadway. And he wrote this story using a whole group of songs from the musical theater catalog. To be able to tell his story on how his about his ascent through from a kid actor all the way up to conquering Broadway mm. in the biggest show in the history of shows <laughs> at all time, and then what made him retire from that mm-hmm. and turn away. So it's a it's a real personal story. This has been entered into his show has been entered into a number of festivals and such, and he's won a ton of awards for this show. And in fact, it was just picked up by PBS mm-hmm. and. Um, I think you can stream – you might be able to stream this show. Um, I know it was on Denver's PBS station there and went out. I saw it on there. I don't know if I, don't know if I had a link or something. But um, it's an amazing show by a remarkable performer, and um, I know people loved this show. Uh, we did it – I saw it at a Fringe Festival mm-hmm. originally and called him up and uh, – 
and made sure we can brought them in. And our final one is Assisted Living the Musical. That'll be happening in May. Assisted Living the Musical, much like the Great American Trailer Park Musical, takes place right here in Central Florida. Go figure. At a, uh, <laughs> at a retirement community called Pelican Roost. And uh, it is about all of the crazy and eccentric Things residents over mm-hmm. there at Pelican Roost. You know, a lot of songs about Viagra, and uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> also, again, kind of salty, but right. um, it's it's great fun. Oh, yeah. Um, so those are our three professional series shows, but we also bring in professionals who travel the country for our Tribute Tuesday shows, where we focus on music for a little while. This was really born out of the pandemic. Um you know, when we had to shut down, at first we thought it was going to be two weeks, right. and then it became a month, and then it became three months, and we were like, uh-oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. And um, we decided to put on what we called our socially distanced concert series mm. at Theater Winter Haven, where, you know, behind right behind the theater is the old training facility for the Indians. Right. Uh, the spring training facility. So we had that huge baseball field out there, and we're like, well, we can probably put on some socially distanced stuff out there. So we started hosting concerts in the stadium where you could be 100 feet away from the next person if you wanted to be. And turns out we were pretty much the only ones hiring in the whole country at that time for (laughs) artists. So we got to learn all of these tribute folks from all over the country who would then come down here to Central Florida to earn a little bit of money because they were shut out too from performing, and they kind of were itching for it. So we got to meet all of the best tribute acts Mm -hmm. in the whole nation. So we've continued our socially distanced concert series. We just now have brought it inside, and we have it on our our main stage. Mm -hmm. Um, Shows are generally at 5 o'clock and at 8 o'clock on the the Tuesdays, but we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 of them scheduled for this year. So um, they do the same show twice. They do the same five. show twice because okay, we sell out. We 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 you're we selling up, out on the main stage of 300 and some odd seats. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So we open up the five o'clock show first. We sell that one out first, and then we have to add a show. Right. But we've done that now for the majority of these folks. Um, starting out, coincidentally, with a tribute to Jimmy Buffett. That, that's got to be sold out already, right? It is. Yeah, we <laughs> opened up the second show, and that's selling strong too. Yeah. Um, but that was long before Jimmy Buffett had died. We had had that on the schedule. So Right. You had yeah. it on the schedule. I was just saying it should <laughs> just, be super popular even just, more so. Yeah, the yeah. timing is a little weird. But, yeah, we've got it. And then we're doing a Christmas sock hop in December. In January, we are welcoming back our friends, um, the Alter Eagles, for an Eagles tribute. We have a James Taylor tribute in February. Also in February, a Carol King tribute. Um, in March, the Beatles, also in March, Elton John and Billy Joel, a twofer. Mm. Then uh, a twofer again in April, Journey and Sticks. Simon and Garfunkel on in April, also in April, a Motown group. And then a tribute to, in May, a tribute to Barry Manilow and Neil Diamond. I know all of these artists from what, when we did our socially distanced concert Yeah, I was going to ask you, how, how good are they? So good. <laughs> they are so, so good. Some are spot on. Some of them celebrate the um, – some of them do the whole costume thing. Right. And others, but others don't. Others right. just celebrate the music. Um, but regardless, they are incredible talents. Many of them are – 
we're kind of lucky in our location too because they come through Florida to get on to a cruise ship. Mm. So, and I'm on a Tuesday. They don't have to be on the ship until Thursday. You know, so right. so we get some of the best of the best that are recruited by Disney Cruise Lines or right. Royal Caribbean or any of those folks who are kind of in town right. for the snowbird season and are able to and are able to yeah, that's awesome. play for an extra couple of shows here mm-hmm. at Theater Winter Haven. So these are great fun and something, you know, I understand not everybody loves theater, but some, everybody does love music. So <laughs> um, it gives us a chance, uh, once again, to serve our whole community, which is something that is critically important to us, is making sure that uh, everybody has a little bite at the apple. Yeah. Well, I um, I love that lineup. I mean, that sounds amazing. Uh, it, it's funny. I, I don't tend to listen to my '70s music. I I was born in 1970, so but I had all older siblings. So I in the '70s I grew up with their music, and uh, so I don't necessarily listen to it on a daily basis. But mm-hmm. then when I'm with people that are a decade older than me, I'm like, ah, oh, I love this music. Why do I listen to this more? <laughs> So, okay, well, we've got a lot more to talk about when we come back with Dan, and hopefully we can squeeze it all in, but um, we're going to talk about strategic partnerships and a little bit more about the Penguin Project. So stick with us. We're talking with Dan Chesnicka, producing director of Theater Winter Haven. Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. With me is Dan Chesnicka, producing director of theater Winter Haven. So we are in the final minutes of our conversation about all things theater Winter Haven. There's so many things. Um, if you've missed most of the show, then you can see all of the shows at theaterwinterhaven.com. Right, Dan? That's correct. T-H-A-T-R-E. Theater. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. There's a difference. Um, so yes, theater with an R E winterhaven.com. Um, you were just telling us about the professional series and the t- tribute Tuesdays, which are going to be fabulous. Um, but tell us kind of how you're, what other things that you guys are doing in the community that, that make you proud? Yeah. I mean, I'm wildly proud of the quality of our shows, both main stage, small stage, and our pro series and our tribute shows. But I never feel closer to our mission than when we are serving our community. And um, I tell you, we do it in a lot of different ways. But the one that really resonates with me is what we do with our Theater Winter Haven Academy. This is um, open to kids. And for those of you who haven't been involved in theater, many of you know that um, theater for kids often is the bread and butter the moneymaker for theaters across the country. They charge kids to audition. They mm-hmm. charge – it's a pay-for-play situation. you got to be involved. We don't do any of that. Every single performance we do with kids at Theater Winter Haven is completely free to the kids. They are provided with their costume. Their parents are giving comp tickets to come see their kids. Oh, wow. Because we want to make sure, again, that every member of our community has access to the arts and none are excluded because they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So this is something that is that we subsidize through all of our other programs. The most notable, of course, are our two academy productions that we do throughout the year, one in the fall and one in the spring. Um, this time in the fall, we are doing Lion King Jr. That's actually happening um, right here in the last two weeks of September. I would love to say to 
tell everybody to buy tickets, but we're all sold out already. <laughs> too um, late. You too late. You lose. We've already sold that one out. Um, but it's a huge production. There's 50 plus kids in mm-hmm. this thing. And um, how many uh, shows, how many nights or, or days do you have shows? We have school shows on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then we have an evening show on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. Okay. For the general public. Right. Um, but a lot of it, a lot of our purpose is to make sure that we have those school shows because a lot of our members of our schools, our public schools, won't be able to ever see a sh- So That's a lot right. of them can't afford it. Right. So we want to make sure that it's accessible for any member, again, any member mm-hmm. of Polk County who wants to be able to be exposed to live theater that they can get in there. We only charge $5 yeah. for our kids' shows for even in the evenings for right. people to come in. We right. just want people to see right. and be exposed to live theater and for these kids to have a great experience. So Lion King in the spring, we're doing Oliver in the f- – no, I'm sorry. Lion King in the fall right now, and then we're doing Oliver in the spring. The other thing that is housed under our academy is our Penguin Project, which we did for our first time last year, and we are expanding upon now. Um, the Penguin Project is a theater program specifically designed for kids with developmental and or physical disabilities. Um, it allows them to thrive on that stage. Um, I tell you that I wish I wish that all of our actors in all of our shows had the same level of commitment and drive as these kids mm-hmm. do when they um, when they are doing their performance. The way that it's set up is that each kid is paired with a um, a mentor um, who generally has done other academy shows. Mm-hmm. That mentor is not there to perform. They're dressed in the same costume. They stand next to their penguin. Um, but the the penguin actor is the one that does delivers all the lines. And mm-hmm. everything. The other kid is there just to prompt or to help in any way that it need be. So it's a one-to-one ratio. Um, and it is both a great theatrical experience and just a great way to serve our community in another underserved location. Right. Another underserved member of our community. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what we thrive on doing. The things I'm most popular of are the things nobody even knows that we do. For example, a couple of years ago, we started a um, a marching band for at-risk mm. youth, uh, Bishop and Brothers Marching Warriors. Um they had already had a core group that were under the leadership of Laurenta Smith, who was kind of practicing in parking lots where he could find it and everything. We brought them under our umbrella. They now are growing. I think we may make it there. Our goal is 100 people, oh, 100 wow. kids in this marching band. Um, and I, Laurentis tells me we had 12 more just sign up this week. So it's growing and growing and growing. You can see them. They also do, they play at games for schools that don't have – their own bands, bands oh, and they wow. do parades all over town and oh, that's they're awesome. amazing. They're fantastic. Um, we also ha- similarly, we found a group of kids called they're the Uni- unity elite hip hop team. They're a competition <laughs> hip hop group. They were also practicing in parking lot. We brought them in under our umbrella. Um, they too have won a number of competitions since because wow. they're now practicing in our dance studio right, and right. Like, you know, and we provide them with costumes and we provide yeah. them with props and all that kind of stuff that they need for, and they're doing fantastic. We have the Act 4 Players, which is a group of senior citizens that goes from nursing home to nursing home, assisted mm. living facility to assisted living facility, performing for them. We have a homeschool group called the Homies. They work <laughs> with us every week. We have a group of students, high school students called Drama Time Live. Drama Time Live practices 
play versions of the fables kids are learning in their second grade. And we go into every single second grade in Winter Haven and help teachers with their curriculum Mm -hmm. for those fables. Um, And that's a way that we link into the schools as much as we possibly can. We have a community choir that's open to every member of our community. Um, They rehearse every Saturday, and then we do two performances, one at Christmas, one in the spring, two concerts that way. We have a, we've just started a big band. So folks who are, you know, band geeks in high school mm-hmm. and have nowhere to put that now, they now have a spot. <laughs> you know, we, we practice at the theater every single Saturday, and we're now working on putting together um, concerts and swing dance parties using, mm-hmm. our, using our big band. So, um, that that's all one way we're trying to become a genuine performance center one way too is through our strategic partnerships we've just now partnered with um the florida dance theater which was formerly based here in lakeland right. they've now so glad moved. they yes they landed somewhere yep they've so now moved under uh into our building and they are running their complete menu of dance classes along with producing the nutcracker mm-hmm. um for this year, I know they're still auditioning, so if anybody's interested in being part of the Nutcracker and or having dance instruction from that professional dance troupe, um, please go to the, their website or ours, and we'll be able to, to link you up. Um, we're partnering with Elizabeth Burton and her program, Broadway Beginnings, which is also being housed under our umbrella, and um, she is a professional actress who has toured with professional tours and she is bringing together that group, uh, groups of actors to be able to learn that craft Mm -hmm. to move on to professional things. In that same vein, we've just entered into a partnership with our friends at Legoland um, who will be coming out and training, hosting a series of seminars and training sessions for our amateur actors to then transition into a professional role in theme park acting. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's character, you know, how to, how to character acting dance for theme parks, all that, right. that Legoland is facilitating. They've also been invited now to all of our callbacks and our auditions so they can get a sense of the actors that are in mm-hmm. the area for their recruitment purposes. So it's a win-win, we think, both that way there. And finally, we're partnering with our friends at Bond Clinic. Bond Clinic has agreed to be our... Um, our title sponsor. And in exchange, if there are tickets that are unsold, we donate those tickets to Bond Clinic. Bond Clinic can then go ahead and give those tickets to um, their patients and or doctors slash nurses um, slash health professionals. So, I mean, there's a strongly linked tie Mm -hmm. between the arts and wellness. Right. So we are trying to bring those two orbits together and um, make sure that we are serving our community in as many ways as we possibly can. Well, Dan, we are out of time. I'm so sad. This is such an amazing series of, of things you have going over at Theater Winterhaven. Thank you for being here today. If anyone needs more information, theaterwinterhaven.com. Uh, everything that we talked about today can be found on that website. Amazing things you're doing in Winterhaven. We love having you in the community And um, thanks for being here today. Thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it, Julie. (laughs) All right, you guys. Join us next week. Bye. Bye.